Hey mom, first things first, thank you. It's my one year anniversary of my decision to say, yes, I need help, and yes, I choose me. And that's the miracle. I'm lucky that the strongest person I know is my own mother. Love you, mom, Maxwell. Be that strong person who makes the difference. If your loved one is struggling with drugs and alcohol, reach out to Karen for a different kind of addiction treatment. Visit caron.org slash lost. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Somebody's been studying rent for a week. What's the time? It's gotta be close to midnight. My body's talking to me. It says time for danger. Come on, Holden. 525,600 men. I'm singing out tonight. I'm singing Mimi's song. This isn't the rent pop history, I know. But I can live in my house. I'll be your shelter, just pay me back with 1,000 kisses. If you want to hear me sing all of Rent, just go ahead next week or a couple of weeks from now, we're going to be releasing the Rent Pop History. I have to stop. I'm in going daylights, mad. In sunsets, in, in midnights, in cups of coffee, in chins, in, in, in miles, in laughter and strife. Oh, uh, measured in love. I'm sorry, guys. I, I was can't. watching it last night I and I was about it. crying because the more you learn about the making of it, the more you will cry watching it. Because when they did the whole, how do I lose my dignity? Will I lose my dignity will part? And then knowing a real person said that at like the place that, that Jonathan Larson was uh, volunteering to help people with AIDS. Like actually stood up and said those words, and then you're like, and then Lexi was like, "Are you okay?" Because she's like musical theater person, right? So she's having a blast. She looks over me. I'm just like tears go. She's like, "Are you all right?" I was like, "The guy said it." it." I'm so. What is all right? Wizard of the Bruiser. We. It's like anime. It's whatever. I rarely have I shed a tear. Right? It's all just goofy. We're doing the Goonies this week. It's whatever. Right? Jackie, though, we've done Steel Magnolias. <laughs> we did, like, I've cried. We did, Even 10 Things I Hate About we You. I, we, I literally that. cried doing the research because of Heath Ledger and now Rent. And I'm just like, what? It's so funny how, like, one show, it's just like, nerd shit, whatever, and then I start doing pop history with Jackie and Natalie, and Jackie and his selections, I'm literally just like... Don't worry, guys. (laughs) No, Pride Month is coming up soon, so don't worry. We're gonna have lots of laughs. Pride Month, more like Pride Month. 
Yeah, it will be Pride Month. <laughs> We're going to cry through it. Every time Holden talks about watching <laughs> movies with Lexi and having Lexi look over and see him sobbing, I just love it because that's <laughs> yes. exactly me and happening. Gideon's relationship also such that I even mentioned it in our <laughs> wedding vows. Like we would be watching like Empire or something that's like not that deep. And then I'd look over and he'd just be sobbing because yeah. he'd be like, dad's really oh. trying to connect with the sons. You know, like just, you just never know when, when you're going to look yeah. over and he'll be sobbing. You never sobbing. know what's going to click anymore i think you get maybe it's just you know men getting more comfortable with their emotions but also i think someone mentioned kind of it's got a new dad thing going when when you just get weirdly emotional at like the smallest things i think definitely it's becoming more and more often now now that this child is on the way and i'm thinking about friends lost and i'm thinking and and family lost and i'm thinking about new this new life and i don't know it's all emotional don't make so. me start crying right now <laughs> i know jonathan larson died he uh, died we can't talk about rent i'm sorry i did it i did it his i can't stop heart, he loved it too much and his heart exploded and that's how he died he died his heart exploded his heart ripped in half and he because never he got loved to too see much. what he made become what he made <laughs> i'm sorry and he didn't even he didn't have AIDS, my MJ. He didn't? He didn't, he didn't have AIDS. No, he didn't no, have AIDS. No, he didn't have AIDS. His heart literally just ripped into Jesus half Christ. Now I'm going to have to listen body. to every time. This is, you know, I'm going to have to learn all about Rent <laughs> too, even though I don't even do puppetry. I was yeah. fucking, dude, I read this Playbill article about all of that, and I was sobbing <laughs> in the middle of the afternoon. Like just tears, just oh, because the show must go on, MJ. It's late. He no died day but today. The night after previews. No day but and today. Then he, and then they and it was opening night, and the show went on, oh and Adina was there, and Anthony Rapp Everybody was there. Was like, oh my god! Yeah, no, I can't do that. <laughs> the his oh. parents flew in. Oh yeah, nope. No, thank you. Could you imagine done. that opening night? Uh, and this is the best part of Jay, and I'm sorry to ruin this, but this is the best part. They were supposed to just do like a, a, a sit down singing and reading of it, and, and they couldn't help themselves. During Lab OM, they broke out into a dance number, even though they weren't supposed to, and then they did the rest of the show staged. Yes. I can't. Yeah, I don't need to know this. I don't even, I, don't, yes. I haven't even started the third season of Pose because I'm not ready emotionally yet. I can't. Uh, I can't. I can't do this. I know. Emotions How do you think I feel? We're about air. to watch Eclipse for Twilight. We're going to oh watch it tonight. God. It's going to be such a... Ugh. There's only one book left. What am I going to do with my fucking self? You know I have a hard time finishing things. I have. I also... I've no. still never seen the last episode of, I think, Trailer Park Boys because I was too sad to finish it. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, dude. I went down such a weird... That was back when I was smoking cigarettes and I remember, and I think it was during my weird unemployment time, but I'm trying to remember now. But I do remember just laying in my bed, in my bedroom, chain-smoking cigarettes, watching every episode of Trailer Park Boys back-to-back for, like, a week straight, and it definitely changed It's me. the best. Yeah, it's, man. I think that is probably, if I were forced to make, like, a top five shows of all time, it's definitely in the top five. Maybe even in the top three. I man, love that it. show is so good. Wow. It's you know, good. Confession alert, haven't seen it. Jackie. And I know that I will like it. I know I'll like it. You know I have a hard time watching comedy. I like Me to too. be sad. I, hate, I live to this be is a like, I hate comedy. I don't like it. I don't want to laugh. This is such... I think because the background is is so depressing and it's such a weird 
It's like such a weird, like not comedy in all these mm-hmm. ways. I don't even know how to describe it because it hits these. It's definitely just so dark it, it, that like the goofiness just kind of helps you get through how dark it is. I mean, it really is. It, it could very easily be just a very sad show if there was no comedy, yes, right? Like it's, it's if there was no. <laughs> it, yeah, it doesn't ever reach for a comedy. Joke. It's just like a, yeah, a, a yeah. an extremely honest. Uh, and respectful depiction of depiction a of an incredibly well developed set of characters, and I only <laughs> said like Jackie like that because it is, I think, like exactly up your alley. It is so I really know, funny. I know it is, but it is so not like a regular comedy. Like, and and a young yeah. Elliot Page is there. Um, it's Ooh. like I I. Oh there my are God. 13 seasons of it? That's insane. I've only seen like the first yes. five seasons, like the first regular batch. Yeah, I don't think I've gone past like five. Yeah, oh, you don't okay. need, it does, and it does definitely, after a while, it gets to a point where it's like, you can kind of be done with it. I would say at one, because the very the seasons kind of become, get very formulaic a little bit and kind of how they begin and where they go. But I think that uh, those, especially those first like three to five seasons are money. Yeah. And that first Done. movie was pretty Yeah, I think too. it's like it was there was five seasons and then a movie and then they like came back. And much like The Simpsons, I just don't talk about what happens after season 10. I'm just like, that's a different show. And I don't know whether that's it's true different. with Trailer Park Boys. It was just like the first unit of Trailer Park Boys that was like perfection. Like I watched it and I was like, I've never seen a show like this. Like it is just absolutely i'm so excited it's one of those shows where it's like i'm so excited for you that you get to see it because you are going to like it so much i would bet now i'm so excited yeah well especially because i'm watching like my fourth watch through of what we do in the shadows i don't need to watch what we do in the shadows again i mm. just you know it's now it's my new i got a new comfort food next to my 30 rock of shows that are just short comedies that i am down to watch a hundred thousand times but i I should probably add in Trailer Park Boys because I mean it, it keeps it's you know it's one of those shows when like it, it just keeps coming back around with people being like you have to watch it why are you wasting your time and I feel exactly the same way about Bilo <laughs> oh my god Bilo the ben most fabricated Jennifer Lopez stooping in the mountains can I have an invite they're in Montana <laughs> they're fucking like assholes and I love it uh yeah sure let them fuck each other and suck each other I don't really I guess they're back I guess I wasn't really you know why don't you care enough I was in whatever I was in a self-imposed whatever jail back when Binifer was a thing when it came to pop culture yes whatever indeed I was whatever about whatever right back then because I was way into like listening to hot jazz music Smoking cigarettes yeah, and playing and pool with wine my boys. Out of the Carlo Rossi jug. Yeah, yeah, and snapping in unison while my with my boys while we walked down the street. I hated it when you did that with your boys. I hate yeah. your your boy fights. Forbidden love with the wrong army of other kids. Although all I that would kind say, of stuff. MJ and Holden, I would love to watch y'all be snapping with your boys on the streets. <laughs> I'll do summer. a reenactment now of that West Side got, Story. Now, that's, we've got yes, the new West Side absolutely. Story coming out. We we dress yeah. up like dogs for cats. Maybe we need to all get together and um, snap our way through the the new unnecessary West Side Story. Yeah, weirdly yeah, like yeah, shot we'll, for shot recreation of West Side Story. I don't. I, we don't. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't even need to go down that aisle. All right, we'll right start now. our own version of Quibi. 
right? Ooh, That's where it starts. Short versions of and West our Side launch Story. video will be a full reenactment of West Side Story, but in our backyards, even though we can actually just leave our houses now, but we'll do it anyways <laughs> and act like the pandemic just started. And at the beginning, we'll be like, we hear you. We see you. We're all in this <laughs> together. And then I'll sing a Beatles song. Blackbird singing in the dead of <laughs> No, you have to sing when you're shock, you're a shock, you're a shock all the way. What is it? What? I forget the shark song. And now I'm just staring at pictures of Rita Moreno. Rita Moreno. Who I, uh, can she be involved? I bet we could get her over on Quibi. If we got and Quibi And that'll be money. the name, Shibi. Ooh, there you go. I like it. We'll call it Shibi. There you go. It'll be like Quibi, but somehow better just Trick an investor for me if you could. I don't know what to tell <laughs> that's you. my that's my pastime is tricking investors. Can't you see all of my money that goes into the building of banks? <laughs> I wish. And is Benefer tricking us? Yes. Is this not a sham? Oh ruse. I think for it the is. I mean it ben, probably is. Are they gonna redo Gili like, though? How to honestly, work. is this a Gili? I'll watch Please. it. Please. Make a <laughs> sequel to Gili. Every time I think about Please. the fact that they met on the set, I mean that they fell in love on the set of Gili, I get upset. I remember watching Gili with you guys virtually over the beginning of the pandemic. God, I, so I get upset great. about the I premise. I it out, bro. Me too. I don't think, I don't remember anything that happens in that fucking movie. She was a lesbian. Video. That's all I remember. She was a I lesbian. I don't even remember that. She was. <laughs> she was. I don't remember any and of it. And it was yeah, very early remember, 2000s. Guys, he could turn her. Don't you remember? That's right. And then she turned to Ben Affleck and went, take me, leave me. Oh, I, I wish. We did a whole episode about it. Didn't we like an entire, we have a whole cat episode yes. i think we have an entire Gili episode and i'm so yes. upset about that and i cats has been burned into my brain like it was a, i was in a dark room and a, i was a piece of Co- kodak camera film <laughs> but but Gili, Gili is gone baby gone file it is out found. of my brain file uh, no fine because, because yeah. it lives in all of us so that is the main question is it a lie? Is it a sham relationship? Most likely. I feel like we're going to wait and something's going to come out that, oh, they're working on something together. But at the same time, I hope they get a couple stups in the mountains in there while they're at it. Yeah, it's like maybe what is like a New York brand that J-Lo would rep? Because I was going to say maybe it's like a Starbucks. That's what it is. It's because she's Starbucks. I bet it's going to be a Starbucks Dunkin' Donuts cross campaign Right, reaching reaching across the aisle, we're gonna start having joint Dunkin' Donuts, Starbucks shops popping up all over America. That is what this is all about. You got to bring it to the corporation, as they said in in the film JFK by Oliver Stone. Follow the money, and the money leads to Dunkin' Donuts and Starbucks. Damn it! You need to sort out. You need to sort out who is associated with which coffee chain and why, though. Because <laughs> Ben Affleck... Yeah. Well, because of our podcast... Yes, that's the and thing. I would, oh, we could... And I would sit around and be like, you're right. Why would J-Lo be Starbucks just because we said she was Starbucks? Why would she be affiliated with them? And then, I don't know, maybe pop stars started stealing our brands. That's and true. taking them and co-opting them. So I, I think anything's possible at this point. We are a bellwether. You know I mean? That's true. We predict a lot of things. We've been <laughs> ahead of... We were even ahead of this story. Every All my friends are texting yeah. me this week. Oh, you know about Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez? And I'm like, do I know about it? It's like... Listen yeah, to last three week's page years seven. Ago. Yeah, so we. Yeah, <laughs> but 
he is. But I like I was like a live version of the kombucha meme when you were doing this, because I was like, no, she's not Starbucks. But then I was like, ooh, a team up between Duncan and Starbucks would be kind of fun. But she's not. He <laughs> is Dunkin Donuts because he's always carrying around Dunkin Donuts. JLo has no affiliation with Starbucks, except that you think she's kind of right. bland. Right. And only you <laughs> hold it. We don't even think she's kind of bland. I'm just saying, follow the money. That's I all I have say, to say. I love what the what the media does, though, with relationships like this. Because A-Rod was like, did everyone see A-Rod's thinly veiled attack at Ben Affleck because of everything <laughs> that's going on? And what he said was, go Yankees as a tweet. But he used to be on the Yankees. Yeah. And Ben Affleck, and they're like, because Ben Affleck loves the Boston Red Sox. That's so, so he funny. said, go Yankees to hurt Ben Affleck. <laughs> Motherfucker was on the Yankees. I think that he was just yeah, saying, go so Yankees. That's definitely the first stop on that bus before we get <laughs> to secretly try to- stretch, though. What a well, stretch. I, the language of internet article writing, especially headlines that are like, Kim Kardashian destroys, you know, this other celebrity. And then you read it and she's like, she asked her, she didn't say please when she asked for a coffee. You're like, that's not destroying. Anyways, it's all hyperbole. Honestly, that actually does go into the, uh, the, the article that I sent about the Leonardo DiCaprio article that the New York Post had written. The New York Post wrote, they, they were writing because DiCaprio is going to be in a new movie. And they said, Leonardo DiCaprio is unrecognizable <laughs> in first photos of new Scorsese film, which is the new movie Killers of the Flower Moon. And it is a picture of definitely not unrecognizable Leonardo DiCaprio along with a woman at a table. And the memes that have come out of, out of it was that the only way that he's unrecognizable, quote unquote, in this photo is if he's playing the woman, the bowl or the salt shaker. Because he just looks like him with makeup on, but um, <laughs> I can't immediately. Sorry, I didn't mean to immediately juke away from J Lo. No, and I love ben this. Affleck yeah, this is amazing. Because I need. Uh, because don't worry, guys. They tracked down Matt Damon, and Matt Damon also supports their reunion. Thank God. Because I was like, but what does Matt Damon think? You know, Matt Damon. People say a lot of things, and I know they've said this about him before, but he's classy. Wow. And I liked how in the very beginning he was like. <laughs> So funny. She reminds me of like a bro friend of mine. That he's like, there's not enough liquor in the world that could get me to comment on that. Which is an especially pointed thing to say because this was on the Today Show with Hoda Kotb. Uh, and now it's Savannah Guthrie. It's not Kathy Lee Gifford anymore. But in any case, we all know that they get wasted on that show. So I feel like that was oh, an, yeah. Yeah. an artful way of being like, you guys are extremely drunk. And I'm not going to do this. <laughs> I can't do this. So funny, man. Yeah. I, but yes, it is nice that he said he loves them both and he hopes it is true. So that's nice. Well, and she said, I mean, she was, I forgot what the exact quote, but she was like, leaving Affleck was like, get my fucking guts ripped out of me or some, something like that. You know what I mean? So maybe she did never, uh, never uh, really fully get over it. And always I wonder wanted. why they did break up. And I know that that's a creepy thing to say because I know that we should just leave them alone. But I did wonder why that they made, was it Geely? I think on the outset, I think Geely bombing didn't help the constant shitty pressure they were getting from the uh, press and and the media everywhere they went as this power couple, as this hot ticket item. I think sometimes you just get to a point where you're like, do we want to just keep fucking suffering this or should we actually just 
call it and like not deal with this and go date boring people, even though they kind of didn't, I guess, with her with A-Rod. But he kind of dated a bunch of boros after that. Jennifer Garner, you calling her a boro? (laughs) How dare you? They're beautiful children. I'm obsessed with Jennifer Garner. Yeah, but she's not like, it's not like, um, oh, the party's starting. Jennifer Garner just got here. I agree with that. You know what I mean? But alias people would disagree. Some (laughs) people think that Jet that Ben Benifer dose with with uh, Garner was a better power couple. People were so into them, you know. Yeah, I could see it, but I'm just saying nobody's like, oh shit, hide the cocaine. <laughs> Jennifer Garner just got here, and I don't want her staying here till eight in the morning. Up now, so maybe you know now she needs to be let loose. What was it? Alias? Was it Alias? Alias. That she was. Yeah. Sliding around mm. on all being sexy cat. But see, this is the thing. I agree with you, Holden, because I but, but this is where the Starbucks problem comes in because I don't think JLo is Starbucks. I think she's very uh, you know, not bland. And I think she's yeah. the uh, the hot icon of women in her fifties. And I do think that Jennifer Garner is boring. And I've always felt a little bit bad about that because I have friends who love alias and they're so into her, and I'm like, she's as Anne is the nose She's on plain real. space. She's down to earth, MJ. <laughs> I'm just saying, if I were to give Jennifer Garner, if I were to issue her a party license, she would be given a librarian class C. I'm with you. Uh, no, license not to party. C. I know. <laughs> All librarians are sexy. You ask, you take off your ha- monocle, and I go, <laughs> oh, come on mom, now. My mom is a li- retired librarian, and she listens to the show. We will not be bashing librarians on this show. <laughs> I love they know how to party. I'm not saying, I'm not bashing librarians. I'm just saying, I don't know how hard they go, and I just feel, you know what I mean? That's all i <laughs> Library scientists are here for us all to have eye candy at the library. Every Everybody knows that. Why else would I go to the library for the free Zumba classes? Yes. Also, <laughs> the eye candy in betwixt the books. <laughs> All right. I apologize. I apologize, librarians. Please. <laughs> Thank you. Don't write in or do write in. If you're a party and librarian, I want you to write in page seven podcast at gmail.com, the number seven. PayStationPodcastGmail.com and tell me your party and librarian tale. Include all the citations. I need to hear it, apparently. Because they're going to really... Yeah, and give me... Yes, I want some citations in there as well. Some footnotes. (laughs) Wow. That's really what it is. Sorry. Then I lost myself in reading this article about their breakup. And that is exactly what J-Lo said. I forgot they broke up like a couple of weeks before their wedding. Yeah, they were engaged. and it was Yeah, yeah, that's like a big, big, you know... Big and Ben Affleck yikes. said in 2008, I think Jen and I made a mistake in that we fell in love. We were excited and maybe too accessible. I don't think either of us anticipated the degree to which it would take on a world of its own. We didn't try to have a public relationship. We just happened to be together at the birth of the tabloids. And it was like, oh, my God, it was just a lot of pressure. I think different time, different thing. Who knows what could have happened? But there was genuine love. See? There. Now they're jumping in the mountains. And and now they know how to handle deal with the paps. I I feel like now they know what how to they kinda, go to Montana. They gently yeah, throw they their water at luggage. Them, you know, they, yeah, they throw the water at him. They hide in Montana. Maybe they're maybe they are disguising themselves in pieces of luggage to get from here to there That's to avoid photogs. Fo- yeah, like to my like my T-Sway Bay, and yeah. So I maybe this is actually like this incredible. I mean, all signs point to this is just whatever, right? But but maybe this is some re requited how do you say it requited love 
Unrequited. You know what I mean? Oh. There it is. It's re-requited, though, right? Yeah. It's the yeah. requiting. It sounds like now re- they're requiting re- it. Re-requited. Re-requited. <laughs> it sounds like oh maybe they, they were meant to be, and they were disrupted by the tabloids. And this is, I'm on the season of The Crown where Diana has to deal with the tabloids. Uh, and Oh, my God. I can't wait to get there, MJ. It's so I'm good. I'm. I am blasting through season two with uh, Lexi, and we are excited to get to get to that the season. Princess so Di, I'm very excited. And something that we're not excited about anymore is the Golden Globes. Take it out of your brain, everybody, because <laughs> NBC will not be playing it next year. We've got issues. Before we talk about the Globes, can I just say something really quick? Please. She really put the die in Princess Die. How dare wow. you? You are you <laughs> wow. are all whatever jail today. That is. You are every second of it. Uh-huh. I'm already mad about Dang. having to record rent with you because I, I, you're I already know. in whatever jail. I'm gonna cry so hard at no, I'm gonna be so unwhatever about rent now because it's all so fucking sad and <laughs> mad at you about it. I got him, MJ. This is I got him. <laughs> and this is the worst thing about the crown. I don't want to have any emotions about the royal family, and here I am shedding tears <laughs> for them know. every night. It's terrible. Uh, yeah, it's the worst. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't want to like it. For I the also... queen. You got to listen to that old pop song, Crying for the Queen. <laughs> That's the same sentiment. I'm so mad. I'm crying about the queen tonight. I don't even know. Like, I wish I, if I cared more, I would really go down why the royal family is so upset about what's being said. I mean, obviously, I can see why they're so upset, but I also oh, yeah. don't feel like really... I feel like they're making them more real to people rather than like. Yeah, I but that's look not what they actions. want. I know. They want them to thing. be God. They want them to be. That's the opposite of what they want. They want them to look like they're from descendants of God. They're like heavenly creatures, essentially. That's so when they're like, oh, but also the Duke was a Nazi, which the episode I just saw Great was episode. like, uh oh. And, and it's just good such episode. a good show because it's they they don't rehabilitate them, right? They make them look like awful people, but the actors are so good that you're like, it is an acting feat to simultaneously be like yeah, so compellingly c- portraying people who are actually like very boring and unappealing. It's like, I love that it is such a fun show to watch, but you're not really rooting for them, but they're also not anti-heroes. It's like, it's artful. They they do not make them look <laughs> great, but they do make them look more human. And I find myself unpleasantly emotional about, you know, Philip and things like that. Honestly, even you just saying that, I could feel why so many, I understand why so many people don't like it because like you said, it's like you don't hate them. You're not rooting for them that it is kind of like describing it like that. It's like a, oh, it's like watching, you know, a placid lake. And I'm not talking about Lake Placid with Betty White and the and the Gators. Fucking awesome More just movie. a placid lake of like, well, it's beautiful, but it kind of just is, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm, but the mm-hmm. crown is good. It's so but good. I get, but like, I watched the first two seasons back to back and I was like, I need a break because I watched them in like five days. So it was just like, ah. I'm good with the like, I need more. But now I'm ready because I need the princess die. And you need yeah, to get the I Olivia get Coleman, to, I, man. It's all about that season. Oh, yes. I love Olivia Coleman. So excited this for that. Yeah, for she, sure. I love how 
Yeah, she's so appealing. We're really just talking about Rit and the crown so far for the most part, I which is fantastic. I tried to talk about the Golden yes, Globes. Yes, I have a question I brought, about this. This was in a blind item a while ago, right? I believe I brought this to y'all a while ago. This is like something that's been a long time coming. I really actually think that this is just a ploy for NBC to get them the Globes off their back. And this is like a nice way for them to do that. What's your question, MJ? My question is, I, I did read all of the things you sent, Jackie. And I guess what I don't understand, obviously the Hollywood Foreign Press is, uh, Association is racist, racist, racist. I wonder why, my question is, why the Golden Globes and not any of the other racism riddled institutions like the Oscars, right? Like what is the HFPA done that is so much more egregious, aside from the fact that they were like, we're going to try to expand our ranks by 20% so that we can hire one black person. Like, obviously, it's very, very, very racist. And I don't, I'm in no way I'm trying to downplay that. I'm trying to say all of these award shows are institutionally, structurally racist, have always been, have been reinforcing racism. And so I'm wondering what is prompting this kind of PR, perhaps PR, perhaps legit, uh, you know, protest of NBC to be like, we will no longer participate in a racist thing, you know? Hey, Mom. First things first, thank you. It's my one-year anniversary of my decision to say, yes, I need help, and yes, I choose me. And that's the miracle. I'm lucky that the strongest person I know is my own mother. Love you, Mom. Maxwell. Be that strong person who makes the difference. If your loved one is struggling with drugs and alcohol, reach out to Karen for a different kind of addiction treatment. Visit caron.org slash lost. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks... Then, there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I think that I could take this one, Jackie. Do you want to answer? No, please. All right. I think that the difference is that the Hollywood Foreign Press is a much smaller group of people that are literally all white and have been the person on the it's article less was like than 90 people that are a yeah. part of the people that all vote and none of them are people of color right yeah and haven't been for decades it's not like oh just they recently found themselves with no people of color even somebody was like since i've been there which was 2003 there've been no people of uh-huh. color i don't even know when there was people of uh-huh. color whereas the academy much larger i mean you get uh, how many people are a member of the academy uh, i mean it's a lot it's right a lot i don't know ex- i see i don't know exactly how the academy works but it also the Academy's not getting this heat right now because, like, look at the last award show. I mean, it was an incredibly diverse offering of filmmakers. And, I mean, there they're just trying wasn't anybody to change saying. more meaningfully. Yeah. By the way, the Academy Awards has a voting membership of over 7,000 uh, as yes. of uh, 2018. Okay. So there and is, is there a like big a, difference. Yeah, it's like a way more democratic process is it like a, a, a the only thing i don't know jackie it maybe maybe it, you're it says that what you're re- looking at is it like a smaller committee 
that sort of have more weighted votes or something like that? Or 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 is it just this 7,000 vote thing? Possibly. Also, though, this year they upped it to 9,427 wow. eligible Oscar voters, but there are different branches of the membership group, and every branch apparently represents a different discipline in the film production. I see. Cool. So, th- so it's more like specialized of people that actually know about it rather than just like essentially old stodgy white people that are like, nah, we know, we know all about, you know, I mean, honestly, look at the Golden Globes this year. Remember music up for a Golden Globe? Like, it's like things like that where you're like still like, how out of touch are you? Yeah, it's so off base. It makes no sense. And then and what what I was lambasting the Golden Globes for was all these white people winning and then getting up and speaking towards diversity and stuff. And it was just so full of shit and so clearly out of touch. Yes. So, and then also you're like, there's these other things that I didn't know about until the article made little nods to them. But like, apparently also they're being very like we asking for all this extra special treatment or getting all these like trying to get all these like special little things like a bunch of elitist snobs would try to do it's just very like up its own ass and didn't like one of the the head of the whole thing like he was like said actual he racist was against shit black lives matter black lives matter yeah it's hate movement oh my god and yeah okay. so yeah. that yeah. it's just so so that's what separates it from the Academy. And I think we'd have be having the same discussion about the Academy if we didn't see what we, I think we happily they saw last year. Even though, again, I even feel this way about this where it's like NBC and I, I think it is a great step in the right direction, but I do, how do I not also feel like NBC of blaming like, we will protect it because I do, I appreciate that they're holding them to the standard that the Hollywood Foreign Press Association said that they were going to add 20 more members. They were going to increase their membership by 50%, that they were going to do all of these things and they're not doing it. I see. 50% plus one so that the new coming in would outweigh the old. I right. see. Right? Uh, just by one, by one entrant. Yeah. And then, yeah, and it was like, all right, we want a timeline of these changes and then they just didn't give just them didn't a timeline it. of the changes I, and are trying to do this fucking bullshit that makes everyone annoyed when you're like, yes, we're we hear you and we see you, and then they don't do shit. And everyone's and so I'm glad. I think NBC's been trying to get this monkey off their back for a fucking while because it's just ratings for award shows have just been kind of shit. And you know, especially through pandemic. And I was reading the blind items for a minute. I think this is like this best case scenario for them is they look really progressive and they get all those points. Yeah. But they also get to do the like evil thing they wanted to do, which was just like not do the show anymore. Right. So I think I I think they're playing a longer game where once we get to 2022, they're gonna have a find some way to like just not do the show you know yeah i see but but then there are people like tom cruise who jumped right on it i do think that it is i laughed aloud when i read the headline that tom cruise returned literally returned his golden globes in a box and sent it to the hollywood foreign press association and that it's just like, okay, well, that is just try. Remember, like, the whole mask thing when he made, like, you got somebody to record him being like, and everybody's got to wear their mask because <laughs> I'm Mission Impossible Man and I have sex with fish. And he didn't say that second part. <laughs> I can't believe he said that, knows. by the way. That's the most damning evidence, and no one's brought that up, that the recording <laughs> where he actually admitted it while screaming at people for wearing a mask. And then he was like, you have a question in the back, do you? And someone's like, did you say you fuck a fish? <laughs> She was just like, 
I was in every Mission Impossible movie. And they were just like, that's not an answer. And he just completely diverted the question. He was like, I was in Eyes Wide Shut. Kubrick was an amazing director. They were just like, that. none of this that adds is rough. to what we're talking about. It's rough for you to say. So yes, he no longer holds the physical Golden Globes for Born on the Fourth of July, for Jerry Maguire, and for Magnolia. And now everything has changed. Thank you, Tom Cruise, for doing it. We never have to worry about racism again. Yay! <laughs> it, is, it is a little bit uh, opportunistic for Tom Cruise to be like, oh, I will do a very symbolic thing and return... The Golden Globes for three movies that nobody currently cares about. I get it. You know what? They're three great movies, but I'm going to, you know what? Confession alert to you. Um, I haven't seen Jerry Maguire since I saw Jerry Maguire in the movie theater. I was way too young to see Jerry Maguire. It makes me think of the time when you saw, what did you say? What's the name of it? Um, The one with, oh, the Jersey Rocker. And Haley Joel Osmond. Oh, the Jersey rocker and Haley Joel Osmond. Bon Jovi. <laughs> oh, uh, pay it forward. When I saw pay it forward. The Jersey rocker is what I called him. That... Yeah. Oh, you don't know? Wow. MJ. See, also, we lost Holden while I've been talking. We lost Holden on the Zoom call. And it just said, you are the host now. And I couldn't even think because all I could think of was, you're the host now, dog. <laughs> and that's all that was saying on repeat inside of my brain because I've got issues. You are the host now. Now, I'm thinking of it in like in the, the weakest now, link. Dog. Like you are the you, you are those now. Goodbye. You're Hello. <laughs> Welcome. Host the show. Well, now that Holden's um, gone, sorry, we can finally just talk about Pioneer Woman for an hour. Oh my God. Yes, Holden's finally gone. And we can talk about Jennifer Garner and and uh Barefoot Contessa's relationship, as well as Pioneer Woman, because uh, I tell you what, I keep looking at those pictures of her of her daughter's wedding and I I die. I know. I want a ranch wedding. I know. I know. This, this is fucking pine. Leave it to Pioneer Woman to make me want to live on a ranch in Oklahoma with probably a bunch of terrible with people. The Basset Hounds. With a bad. Yes, it was two Basset Hounds. Also the Basset Hounds. And and almost. I don't know if they're terrible people. I shouldn't say that. They're very rich landowners in the South, and I then that raises my hackles. But it does our hackles are ru- risen as much risen. as they were risen by how little I gave a fuck about Jerry Maguire? I tried to watch it again. The little boy is cute. The li- that's the thing. Show the me the money. I like that. It's like that and Ally McBeal bring me immediately oh, back yeah, to yeah. sixth grade, the late nineties. It was a. I feel like it was a time when there wasn't enough room for many things to be occupying our pop culture minds. And so there would just be like two things. And it was Jerry Are you Maguire. talking about Benifer right now? And is Benifer too. It is a real throwback. You know, that was, it was a simpler time when we could just focus on things like Benifer. I can't believe Ugh. they are back. It's not that I can't believe that they're back together. It's that I can't believe it all started with Gigli. That's really the thing that has me upset. Wow. Uh, that I mean, you can feel them falling in love as <laughs> they are very upsetting with someone who is mentally handicapped, who is not actually mentally handicapped, playing poorly a mentally handicapped person. But 
Gili. I'm just really excited about, did you see the pictures for um, the new Hulu show that's coming out, the Pam Anderson and Tommy Lee Hulu series with Lily James and Sebastian Stan? Oh my God. If you care about Pam Anderson or or Tommy, I was about to say, oh my God, you're the host now, dog. I just got, <laughs> you're the host now, dog, again. Tommy Lee is who I'm referring to, not Tommy Lee Jones. It's hard. Because I really wanted to say Tommy Lee Jones. It's hard not to say Tommy very Lee Jones. Different, very, very different. Very different, different but, but the, the brain just wants to complete it. You know, the brain thinks that something Man. is wrong. If you I just Tommy can't Lee believe, Jones. but also now, all right, Holden McNeely's the host Holden's now, back. dog. You're the host now, dog. <laughs> back. I'm back. We kept recording. Okay, great. That's awesome. Sorry to miss out whatever y'all were talking about. Thank you. The new Hulu. <laughs> That's okay. The new Hulu with about about uh, Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee. Only yeah. Tommy Lee. Your Only bo- Tommy Lee, right. not Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> your boner will like that, right, Holden? This is the part of the show where I somehow end up talking about how what I used to jerk off to. Oh, uh, that's kid. why I included it, Holden. <laughs> I, I, expected I have to it. say, dude, I think sleuthing out that sex tape online was one of the first times I ever like saw. That might have even been the first time I saw video on the internet. I, I, you have I searched high and low for that tape. And when I found it, man, that was a summer afternoon. I'll never forget. <laughs> <laughs> but question for you, have you ever? I've never heard of the movie Barbed Wire. Should I watch it? I kept dude, it was playing in theaters when I was like, you know, again, just such a what going through puberty. It came out in 1996. Yeah, so I was just crazed with sexual desires for one Pamela Anderson. And I kept thinking, I'm going to go. I'm just going to go. I'll try to get a ticket. I like really wanted to see Barbed Wire in the movie theater because that's what you do when you're really horny and you don't have internet porn. Uh, I was like, but I never actually watched it. Jackie, I'm sure that movie is absolute dog shit. But if you want to do a watch through of it with me or something, I will absolutely do that. But just based on I my... I feel like you need to watch it alone. I, I don't think... I, it's so funny now what, what you look back on. I guess I'm still aroused by her, but like my... Taste has changed so much since then, and the i this this eighties night, especially nineties ideal of what like the hottest woman on earth looked like is so kind of insane now. Yes, in hindsight, like yeah, and I'm not gonna sit here and say like, oh, Pamela Anderson is I'm not is in no way attractive like no, no, back no, in especially hot. in her prime, but it is funny how tastes how like the general taste of the public we were just talking about that with asses in the 80s right right Right. weren't we talking about that how weird that was that like you wanted the flattest ass possible which is so crazy to everybody now including myself like you look back and you're like just tits the size of of the planet (laughs) mars but then an ass that's literally like where is it you know Uh Like Sherlock Holmes, (laughs) the case of the missing ass. Yeah, yeah. It was like one of those. The case of the ass. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, I don't know. I just, I don't know. But it is so fun. It just reminds me of a time in my life when like you had to wait, you know, an hour for a picture to upload, to like load up on online. Like, and it was, you know, and then I was printing out pictures of like Green Day. That took, I would I would start the download like 
and then go to a off to class uh-huh. and then come back to the computer lab and like hope nobody touched the one computer I purposely grabbed that was like in the far corner of the room so that it could uh, download this fucking picture and I could print it of Green Day. <laughs> like what a weird time. And then porn wise, I mean, that was like the holy grail, that sex tape. And and it is, it is I can't wait. I, I'm very interested to see if this movie, do, is this movie, good? is it going to be good or is it going to be like absolute schlock is what I'm trying to figure out. Like what what is the, What's it going to be? What is going to be surrounding it? Just the whole, I guess, obviously, Seth Rogen's in it, right? And he's the guy who, like, sold the sex tape. So I guess they're going to get into the whole sex tape fiasco and, like, how it all went down. Yeah. I think because it's a series. It's going to be a Hulu series. So I'm going to watch the hell out of it. I think it's going to be interesting. Also, as Nick Offerman has Andrew Dice Clay in it. That was a... <laughs> I can see him, I am doing like I like he's, no, he's good at stuff. <laughs> Ford Fairlane is fantastic, but I uh I will say, do you do y'all remember or ask rather, do y'all remember the sex tape? Because I have scenes of that sex tape burned in my brain. The car ride blowjob in the beginning, then they're on a boat and she's doing hand stuff to herself, and then they're having sex on the boat. It was a revelation. <laughs> It no. was like, wow. I never saw it. I don't I think I ever got, saw it. I never got Man. a chance to see it. Can you find it now? Like, is that the Because I remember, like, the sure. Hulk Hogan <laughs> you, sex tape, apparently you cannot find after that it was burned sense. into our brains. Um, but, but I this was no, before I that actually. time. This was before that time when, when I don't, I, I feel like there's no way in hell you could get rid of that thing. It was everywhere. It was, that was what was shocking to me was like how accessible it actually was as a kid, even. I'm just like, Seriously? Well, that's it's just why here? I am interested in the story because I don't know anything about it that I do wonder if it was something that they were in on. Was it something that they were a part of, of knowing that it was going to be leaked, quote unquote, or is that just like a horrible thing? To, like, I actually don't know because it was so accessible if that was something. I'm like, sure they were pissed. I feel like nowadays it's so much harder to get rid of something from the internet than it is to get it all spread out the way it was in 1996, right? But I also wasn't old enough to be doing that. Like I, I was still. I think I was only I was only nine in 1996, so I wasn't quite there yet. I am gonna. Yeah. I cannot wait for this because I also like I'll, all I remember. Like Holden was the right age to be like the exact right age, and and we were like, they were just like the and the horniest and- <laughs> boy. Boys are so gross. That's why like having I keep going back to this in my head about having you know, and I know it's all over the place now, but like boys are so fucking gross, man. I was so gross, <laughs> and all I could think about was just this sex tape. You know what I mean? There were entire days of my life went by that was just given up to boy horniness. And it just is what it is. I don't know what to, I mean, as so a horny young myself, it's kind of, I mean, all I thought about, like I said, like I had the tape, the VHS of Astronaut's Wife, that that one part right. was watched until Girls it can be horny too. Dust. <laughs> <laughs> girls can be horny too, but I feel like girls clean up after themselves better. That's all oh, I'm saying. Oh, yeah, no, no. And- it's easier <laughs> to fold it back up inside of us. Better, um, than- better due diligence yes. than, I would say, just the straight up just making goo in a pair it's of underwear smell. and then it putting is the them smell in the yeah, of- Throwing in the hamper and just like, who washes the clothes, Holden? Mom washes the clothes, Holden. What do you think she's what do you think she's encountering? You think she's not encountering this? <laughs> no, she knows. She's encountering this. She knows. She knows what uh, happens. She so knows what happens. Gross. 
I'm an animal. I'm a, I'm a despicable. Hold me. I'm holding McNeil. I'm a despicable animal. Well, I'm just glad you finally admitted it. It's okay We've been to be waiting for years. This is what I kind of wish I had missed the whole sex tape thing. Now I'm just feeling just disgusted with myself. I, I'm excited for this show because I want a rewrite of that time from today's perspective, right? Because it was just like, yes, Pam, Pamela Anderson is like a bad lady because she's so sexy and everyone wants yeah. to fuck her. And it was like, well, but does that yeah. make her bad? Like, I th- she's actually like no. pretty, pretty smart, pretty interesting. Like, she's yeah. actually like, bit, like a pretty fascinating like cultural figure. And but but back then it was just like she's so bad. She got big boobs. She's bad. And she like must be bad. Well, and she's you know fucking the tattoo man. Yeah, she's and fucking that the man tattoo guy. And that and makes her really tattoos. bad. I'm upset because this I've never was never attracted to Tommy Lee, but the Sebastian Stan version of Tommy Lee is extremely attractive. Oh yeah, and man. He had a real pole on him. <laughs> <laughs> the tall gangling types always do. The tall ganglings right. always do. I can't do this anymore. Let's go to the celebrity conspiracy. I like oh. this gab. All right. Oh. Do, do you believe in? The idea that Jackie is secretly trying to humiliate me. <gasps> is that even oh. a conspiracy? I know, right? Is that even a conspiracy? This is an interesting meta conspiracy. But first, I will say this came in from last week's cake conspiracy. Uh, and this came in, this email came in from Claire just to talk about that real quick. Hi, Holden. When you mentioned cake, I got so excited to finally be able to write in. The lead singer of cake slash alleged devil lives down the street from my parents with his wife and kids in Portland, Oregon. What? His name is. Right? His name is John, and while his song lyrics are certainly spooky, I have spoken to him a number of times. He seems pretty normal and non-devilish. In case the conspiracy is true, I will warn my parents of the imminent danger of having the devil and his spawn as neighbors. I will also conduct my own research at the upcoming neighborhood block party and see if I can uncover any Luciferian evidence. (laughs) I'll be sure to bring my holy water. Wish me luck. Uh, Thank you so much, Claire. Also, Claire says, side note, your podcast brings me so much joy, and I frequently talk about you as if you're my actual friends so I'm sure that's fun for other people in my life congrats Jackie on the engagement Holden on the bebe and MJ on coming out as your true self love you guys love thank you. you so much wow. Claire you the sound devil. like you'd be really fun to hang out with <laughs> I want to go to that block party Claire that sounds awesome yeah um, I want to go to the block party <laughs> but you can't go Jackie instead you're going to go to the chopping block no why this am I comes on the in from block? Sarah this is an interesting conspiracy theory I have a conspiracy theory of my own making thank you for writing in Sarah, page seven podcast at gmail.com, the oh, number no. seven, not the Is written it out true? way. It's time for the world to know. In page seven, episode 323, Life's a Bruce. Jackie refers to herself as an Orlando Bloom stan. Curious, since the episode 396, I stan, Jackie states that she stands Dwayne Johnson, but she exaggerates the word showcase to showcase how unfamiliar she is with the term. She goes so far as to use the term wrong, forcing Holden to read the Urban Dictionary example, which is about Holden's sworn nemesis, Ariana Grande. A coincidence, you might say, a cruel twist of fate that forces Holden to say the words, I just love Ariana Grande so much, I would die for her, I would track her every move if I could. By the way, you just made me say it again, Sarah. So fuck I'm all sorry, that noise. Sarah. That's what you don't know, Sarah, is that I know Sarah. I am Sarah. And Sarah knows Sarah. And we are here to bring you through the dirt. Arianators, ho. All right, please. 
Also a coincidence that Jackie suddenly forgot how to say the word she's used before. Or this is actually just an elaborate plot by the queen herself to humiliate and put one Mr. Holden McNeely in his place. Here's what we know. Holden announces his rivalry to the theft of his slogan in episode 373, My Lil Ventus, aired October 8, 2020. In this same episode, Jackie makes a point to clumsily say Stan and makes a big deal that she doesn't know how to say the word that she clearly does. Jackie is playing the long game with Holden, but why? Why is she laying the groundwork slowly goading Holden to look up Stan and forcing him to say the humiliating <laughs> phrase in front of the world and God? Holden's theory in the episode Milo Vinti's is that Ariana stole the Anators when Michael Che and Kevin Barnett, rest in peace, told Pete Davidson, who told Ariana about the cool name their cool friend Holden had for his parents. This we know, by the way, side note from me, this we know is true. That's fact, right? Yes. That had to have happened. But what if it wasn't Michael Che or NKB? What if Jackie, sick of Holden's always screaming ho, finally had enough in an effort to get Holden to change his fandom name and stop bursting her eardrum? She created the Arianator's name herself while posing online as an unassuming Ariana Stan. Then she waited. Right. Yeah. Then she waited for the beef to heat up, all the while insisting she didn't know what Stan even was, waiting for her trap to be walked into. After months of him not taking the bait she finally had to make it so clear she didn't know what Stan was, that Holden was forced to look at him, be humiliated in front of the world. <laughs> Here's more proof. At timestamp 5422 in My Little Vinci's, Jackie says, this is a conspiracy I do want to believe because I guarantee this is exactly what happened. So quick to believe and validate Holden's theory, which conveniently excludes herself. Her mask's Slips further in episode 376, swaddled in stink. When, in reference to Holden freaking out about the whole Instagram incident, Jackie says, It's so funny how mad you are. It's the destruction of Holden McNeely psychologically that we want to witness. And isn't that a gift? Wow. Later she tells Holden, later she tells Holden, he should, quote, get rid of everything he's been working on for the last 12 years and to, quote, throw it in the trap where it belongs. End quote. Still I say, that's a great quote from me, yeah, and that, I stand by what I said. <laughs> hearing hearing the shit we say typed out and read back is a very different experience. He's very funny. <laughs> she ends with this. Still not convinced the user who created the Stan Urban Dictionary definition only ever made that one. Their username is Sailby. What does Jackie love? Yacht rock. Whoa. What do yachts do? A sail. She thought her trap was bulletproof, but I see your web of life. Jackie, I think she meant to write lies. Anyway, I stand y'all. Peace. Wow. Well, the thing is, is what Sarah was incorrect about. The oh, yeah, only dance part she around was incorrect it. about was because really I'm called Sail B because of What About Bob and because he has the <laughs> sailing scene. And so I am sailing Bob, Sail B, because I couldn't get sailing Bob. Yeah, All right? and you, sometimes yeah. you think you're a bumblebee. I want to watch him destruct. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I guess Sarah! we have it. Jackie got allowed to vote on this, by the way, because she is an interested party. She just admitted it. I'm the only one who's allowed to vote. You guys are in too deep, both of you. And I agree. (laughs) I believe it. What do you think? I believe it. It's true, of course. It's obviously true. Oh, my God. I understand, MJ, if you'd like to replace both of us after all of this on next week's episode, moving forward for page seven. I think you could take it It really is a travesty. How could I? When I hear the art of what you each say, typed out and read back to us, how could I ever replace you? Justin and so good. Thousands of spring deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save big today on new arrivals from Kate Spade, New York, 
Nike, Sam Edelman, Free People, and Madewell, starting at only $30. Great brands and great prices on dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and more. So rack your look and get first dibs on spring styles you want now from just $30 at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'm great. That's also <laughs> number two thing that I learned. How great I am. I wish. You know, the thing is that Jeff and I spend a lot, we spend a lot of time talking about like one day if we have like fuck you money of the pranks that we, like the long cons we can play on people. I just like, it's like why I want to buy a jet. I want to have a secret jet that nobody knows about just so I could pull off long con fuck yous to my friends. Nothing that, you know, I hate April Fool's Day, so nothing that would like ruin their life but more of like why would you have been working on this for years while i look into their eyes and go i've been working on it for years and this is my <laughs> first one so thank you sarah for blowing my cover already unbelievable um and ariana grande how dare you just for the zillionth time We're talking about it Hol- again though yeah it me this time arianators is mealy mouth at best it's a shitty way to say your fan little monsters that's a snapper. Holdenators. Snapper. 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 <laughs> That's impossible to say on a, on your best day. And what about your worst day? Horrible. And it's anti-speech impediment. Because if you have one, try saying that fucking name of a fandom. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> All right. It's, disa- it's an anti-disabled, I'd say a little bit. I'm just glad that it's finally out and I feel good. I feel better now. I feel expunged. Ugh. And um, so just wet me up. I'm ready to hold all your liquids yeah, like, because it's time for shout outs. Oh, shout. Shout. Let it all out. These are the emails that you wrote in about. Come on. You're talking to us. Come on. You're making a fuss. Come on. It is time. And if you would like a shout out or if you want anything to say to us, hit us up at page7podcast at gmail.com. Seven, the number. Because first, man, I just want to thank everybody that wrote in about their baby teeth story. We, I, I just, the, I, now I'm obsessed with it. But the uh, one that I want to give a supreme shout out to is a one Jesse who wrote in and said, "My mama knowingly because I learned something with this one. My mama knowingly had stashed a little Ziploc bag in a middle backseat seat console in the back seat of the car. And one time when she was taking me to the airport." I found my baby teeth inside of them, and it was a very funny moment. And apparently, he goes on to say, we're Jewish, though, and it's actually an orthodox thing that you're supposed to bury the teeth. Actually, anything bodily, you're supposed to bury it, including nail clippings and hair. I'm sure whoever digs up that will have an even weirder moment. We actually do this because of the idea that bodies are all expressions or images of the infinite. Anyway, sending my love. Loved hearing all your banter and love you all. Love, Jesse. And that, I was just like, that's 
so interesting. That is interesting. Right? No one's ever seen coming from Holden. Toss him into the ground, though. Yeah, I got to put him in the ground. So just so you guys know, for the bibbes, you got to toss him in the ground. Okay. You can find a patch of, you know, there's something that you can you imagine digging in the little planter or like on a New York City street? Or like in my apartment. <laughs> even even my apartment here, yeah, just has very little uh, uh, real estate for that sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, very much. My children's Definitely teeth in the, in a, on a public New York City sidewalk. That sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> I also want to give a shout out. This is from Cassie. This shout out goes out to their partner, John. COVID times have been tough for all of us, but he his started with his pop getting hit by a car while crossing the street. John was just about to graduate from his trade school program at the time, and he dropped everything, stayed with his dad in the hospital, then moved his mom mm. and chronically ill sister to Oregon from Arizona and spent the better part of a year caring for his family and keeping things afloat. He also lost his best friend unexpectedly earlier in 2021. Being who he is, John still spends a majority of his free time helping other people. He really deserves some recognition for how kind, generous, hardworking, and brilliant he is. And I can't think of a better way to make it known than a shout out from our best podcast friends. I just want to give such a shout out to Aww, John. Shout out, John. I, this is I. The Cassie wrote more about how amazing you are as well, and I want to know you, <laughs> and I want to hug you. So I just want to say. Keep up the fucking positive energy. We all need it, especially now. I'm going to say especially now. This time, I feel like this everything everything's happening right now is almost worse than the beginning. Where it's just like, all right, I feel like baby feet of standing through. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, don't knock me over. Wave. And then a wave will come and knock me over because I've got baby feet and I don't have real people feet yet. <laughs> yes, I just implied that babies aren't real people. <laughs> But <laughs> before I dig myself further into that hole, I want to give another shout out to Charlie and their mom. My mom, despite being one of the strongest people I know, has always struggled with addiction. She's been sober for four years now. Hell yeah. But with the stress of quarantine and the death of a friend, she started smoking cigarettes again. All mm. seemed lost until a bit ago when I was listening to your podcast. Jackie mentioned in passing the book that helped her quit smoking. Alan Carr's Easy Way to Quit. Quit smoking. I, I would, mentioned that. You, you, no, you are the one that turned me on to oh, it. Oh, okay, and that, uh, yeah, that's and it's awesome. amazing. Like it's, it really does help. And I love what um, Charlie went on to say. I suggested it to my mom, who brought bought the audio version and listened to it as she naturally drove around smoking. Now, a month <laughs> yes. or two after I suggested the book, she hasn't smoked in two weeks. Thank you, thank you, thank you, my loves. Your podcast has added years onto my mom's life. Fuck yes! Congratulations! Congratulations. I think that's one of the most important things about the book, or one of the best things about the book to get people to start, is the book opens with like, if you're still smoking, I don't want you to stop. I just want you to read the book. So you don't have to... I feel like sometimes people are afraid because they're like, oh, I have to like quit and then read it. No, no, no. Just keep smoking. Keep smoking. pick up the book and start reading it. And, And... Hopefully it'll it'll work like it worked on me and so many other people. From the get go, it understands that it's an addiction, one of the most difficult addictions to kick. Yeah, 
And uh, but it but it really does break it down in a way that you can just get through it without any help, no patch, no gum. In fact, I think those things make it harder in certain ways, and uh, they almost like give the the addiction itself like a mystique around it. Whereas like this is just like you'll feel a little uncomfortable for a couple days, and then you're done. Wow. Hopefully, after you read the book. But the cool thing about it is, I think what helped just from my perspective, I loved that it was like. I don't want you, don't stop now. Just keep smoking. I yes. just want you to read the book, uh-huh. you know? And I think that just gave me the ability to just sit down and, and, and read it and like take it in without this pressure, you know, right. of like quitting. So hell yeah. And shout outs to anybody that has had to go through the struggle or is currently going through the struggle. Just keep going. I swear if I can stop smoking, anybody can. I love smoking. I still love smoking. I watch it from afar or I'll stand near someone when they're having a cigarette. Smoke joints. And yeah, that's that's why, yeah, and I smoke joints. Uh, But then I also want to give another shout out to Seth. I legit work in an underground government laboratory and with the goddamn plague going around, have had minimal interaction with people over the last year. Your podcast has been one of the few that have kept me laughing over the last year. But he wanted to give a shout out to his amazing wife, Jen, whose birthday is on May 13th, which is the day this comes out. And I hope that you listen to it today. Happy, happy birthday. It would make her laugh and smile so much if she could get a shout out. We've had to replace a furnace, had a water heater and water softener on short notice in the last couple of months. And I want to try to put together a couple little surprises for her. Jen just got word that she got the job she's been going after for about five years. And I'm so proud of her and so constantly impressed by her. She's tough, beautiful, and so weird, and I love every minute I get to spend with her. I'm going to burst into tears right now, and I hope that you have a beautiful birthday, Jen, and your partner loves you very, very, very much, and it makes me cry. And I've got a positive thing to say about Jason Momoa. For last week, when Holden tried to break my heart, about Jason Momoa <laughs> and his tipping, because oh, I've please. got a letter from Amanda. And yes, I'm saying <laughs> Amanda, because Amanda is from Newfoundland. And we were somehow blessed when Jason Momoa started filming his show, Frontier, here. Our entire province only has 500,000 people, and we all love gossip. So, of course, it spread like crazy. Anyway, it's now common Newfoundland lore that he is an incredibly nice guy who absolutely loves it here, which he has actually said in several interviews that can be found online. Now, I haven't heard any stories about his tipping habits, but I feel like if he didn't tip well slash at all, that would have been very quickly spread around. Also, he's posted some Instagram stories with merch from some local businesses who just help get their name out and boost their sales. Also, also, I have heard that in person he is in fact Hot as hell. So please rescind your yucks. Maybe it really <laughs> was just the people. Thank you so much, Amanda. And I wish you could see my Darcy face of Holden. See, Jason Momoa is I She wrote it. I, the lady said it. I didn't say you it. Said I it. didn't. You did I said us. what she wrote, but I didn't. She wrote it. And then I said it. <laughs> <laughs> And we've got one last amazing shout out out to Battle Tardigrade on Patreon. I remember your username and I appreciate that 
he wanted to ask for a shout out because the old dog is turning the large four zero this year and he's feeling less than Jake about it. I think that's a shout out. Hey, yeah. <laughs> Am I allowed to say, uh, that, wait, is less than Jake? Ska? Yeah, they're Ska slash pop punk. Perfect. <laughs> well, he's feeling less than Jake about it. And that's a snooze cruise and whatever. Fairly soon, too, on June 3rd is when he turns 40. So here's a shout out to Yonsei for a waggle back. Also, though, also, though, would absolutely make a very happy B-Day indeed to hear from that glorious, ineffable creature Nightcat once more. Ow! Yowl at your boy! <laughs> and I love you all to pieces and please pass along love to the whole LPN family. Jackie, you're legit one of the funniest people I can think of. Wishing little spookers nothing but the best health in life with the scaled one and the fastidious angel. And this gay man is so proud of you, MJ. LGBTQIA plus representation and visibility always. Bird Luger forever. Sorry this email so long. I'm all squirty, but with emotions. I think I might like it. <laughs> Happy birthday, Ryan. Yay! And that's it for your shout out today all right is it time for the list i guess you could sing about it <laughs> oh who's on the list jackie <laughs> gotta have that list well in reality i completely forgot where we were at in the show because in my brain the shout outs were done and that meant i was done which wasn't the case <laughs> because we've got the list of that is 15 famous people and their inexplicably bizarre obsessions Number 15 is Sir Patrick Stewart, who is very, very into Beavis and Butthead. He says it's That's borderline funny. addiction. In fact, I have ties. I have all the videos. I have a wonderful collection of T-shirts, he says. When the history of 20th century American television is written, I think that Beavis and Butthead will be singled out as a very, very important cultural phenomenon. Right on. I fall in love more and more with uh, Patrick Stewart I think every time I love that I rules. read anything that he has to say I love that I love he's right awesome. he's right he is a completely I mean if you go ahead and listen to the pop history on Beavis and Butthead because it, it really changed a fucking lot I mm -hmm. mean but maybe you know what changes things the most poop because Gandhi was obsessed with poop he'd greet the girls in his ashrams every morning with have you had a good bowel movement this morning, sisters? And gave them enemas and received enemas from them. Now, I don't know if that means he was obsessed with poop. I think it's about clearing your body to make your, like, the, the temple of which you live in. But I like that crack.com boiled it all down to a syrup of Gandhi was obsessed with poop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But also, did you know that Thomas Jefferson had a weird lifelong obsession with American mastodons? He was so into mastodons <laughs> that know, he okay. talked about them a lot and even had his friends pay big postage bills to mail him mastodon teeth. I mean, you know, you got to think it's you're like. Think of yourself as a pioneer on this land. You're not. It's stolen land, but you're like, ooh, these big prehistoric creatures were here. You know, it's uh, mastodons are thrilling. This is probably the most interesting thing I've heard about Thomas Jefferson. Look, <laughs> I feel like all bros are weirdly obsessed with dumb stuff, yeah. right? Nowadays, it's anime and video game. But back, you know what I mean? When I was a kid, dinosaurs in Egypt. 
right? Right. Sure. Couldn't get better than that. Dinosaurs, Egypt, that's it. See, my thing is, I, I think I bring it up every time I think about a big elephant type mammal of sorts is I think of Snuffleupagus. And I sure. was obsessed with Snuffleupagus. And he was an imaginary mastodon. But speaking of bros liking shit, Adolf Hitler <laughs> I was, was a big Disney fan. <laughs> he loved his Disney movies. I feel like all dictators have a big soft spot for like tradi- very cookie cutter traditional American cinema. Because we also know the what was it, Kim Jong-un or whoever was like all about that that life. It's very, very weird. Yeah. For and sure. Then, he also liked speed. Yeah, Man. well, you know, there's just, you know. It's... There's a gif of him at like a sporting event. It's so unnerving because he's so fucking coked out and like jawing really hard and stuff. And you're just like, ugh, ugh. It's so upsetting. <laughs> Hitler? Yes. Ooh, yikes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. He's you like know when someone's so yacked out. out that you can like hear their teeth grinding? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like jawing and shit <sighs> and like like he's all, he looks like he's having a fucking great time. With Coke, everyone's like, oh, imagine talking to that guy at a party on Coke, but it's Hitler, you know? Yeah. Ooh. Nightmare. Gotta get out of this conversation. But he's always yelling <laughs> and he's like, keeps making you do the heil and it's just like, all right, we're done. That's can we stop? Duke of Windsor. That's <laughs> what happened to it, you know what I mean? That uh, brings it all back to the crowd. There you go. Luke Windsor, he was just enthralled Crow. by the by Hitler. Uh, I like that you said that, Jackie, by the way, because every time I ask Lexi if she wants to watch an episode, I go, would you like to watch an episode of the crowd? <laughs> it's hard <laughs> not to. I never say it normally, uh, yeah. It's never to be said normally. And it's uh, hard not to be around round objects, Nikola Tesla, because Nikola <laughs> Tesla couldn't stand round objects. Apparently, it was one of his bizarre fixations. He would also not touch hair, and he despised jewelry and used 18 napkins to thoroughly polish every dining implement. 18. So OCD like and probably OCD. also on the spectrum yeah, is what we can like, now say in like hindsight. Said OCD. But again, these are things that we learn as time goes on. And the last thing that we've definitely learned is that even though I have kept all of my bales of Beanie Babies, they're never going to be worth anything. But I don't think Lou Ferrigno gives a fuck (laughs) because he's a hardcore Beanie Baby collector. Jesus. He and his wife mostly collect them for their kids, but he's still kind of competitive about it. He says... You're always trying to outdo the other people and get the ones you don't have. All right. Is this necessary? Good old Lou Ferrigno really in the zeitgeist these days. My uh, mom was obsessed with Lou Ferrigno. We, she just, between him and who was the guy that played uh, the beast in um, the live action Beauty and the Beast? Yeah. I know the guy. Oh, yes. Yeah, I know the guy. Hot for a beast. Hot for a beast. Oh, I won't leave. I'm not going to let it lie. But he also looked like Marjorie Taylor yeah, Greene a little bit. The uh, the politician. Oh. Live action. Maybe that wasn't hot. He wasn't hot for a beast. Maybe I'm just thinking of cartoon beast. 1987? Yeah. Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman. 
yeah, and I apologize, but I do group Lou Ferrigno and Ron Perlman in the same beautiful category. Um, and so now every time I think of Lou Ferrigno, I would just like remind me of the amount of movies we would have to watch because as my mom would say, he could leave his boots under my bed. Oh, Wait, your man, mom was obsessed could, with Ron I... Perlman in a sexual way? I take it back. I was thinking of the regular yes. cartoon beast and I, I forgot that the actual uh, live action one was kind of terrifying yeah no i was very scared of it as a kid but um you know ron perlman did a really great job i tried to get my mom uh to watch the uh the sons of anarchy as well because he's really hot in that and you could watch peg bundy also be really hot but she wasn't that into it isn't that interesting it's the the big well what's fascinating to me is that uh, my sight's gone, and I think I'm going blind. blind. I oh, we, we can't, can't see them. This foreign-born A-list celebrity couple are set to announce they are splitting. The husband's affairs are becoming too public, and a divorce announcement is less damaging to the brand than a cheating one. Here's a couple of things. She used to be in a completely different line of work than she is now. Now she does fashion. She used to be more of a showman woman. And he, a sportsman and them not of American Tinland. More of a fan of the crown. The crown. So one is a sportsman and a one British is a fashion woman? Both are model sort they of. They even play our sports. Level. Victoria Beckham. The Beckhams. Yeah. 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 It's the only ones we know. <laughs> there you go. It's amazing. Oh, that's sad. Uh, yeah, I guess they're getting divorced. I like them yeah, as like a knows? couple. They have four kids. They're hot. They still like each other. Apparently not. I know. I keep them up there with like the Kelly Ripa, Mark Consuelo relationship of like, oh, two hot people can still fuck after having a bunch of kids. Yeah. Right. But also, I think it's interesting, an interesting window into PR that a divorce announcement is less damaging to the brand than a cheating one. I think that's really interesting. I think that's probably true, too. Wow. Uh this former bar star slash fairly new mother is starting an OnlyFans page because she knows she will never be invited back to the show that thinks it is the easiest way to make a lot of money and thinks it is the easiest way to make a lot of money. I pulled this because uh, I always like bringing up this blind because Jackie's so funny about it with her rage. Former bar star. What does that mean, bar fairly star? Fairly new mother. Uh, reality show. Oh. Maybe it's set in, I don't know, a bar. I'm making it very obvious. <laughs> oh, is it Stassi? Yeah. Ugh. Stasi's only fans. You don't want to become a member with me? Well, we can share it. I just, we can split you know it. what? I just, I can't. I can't with her. I fucking can't. And I <laughs> try to not be where I used to be with my rage. But I, I, there's just something about, I, why is she anything anymore? She's a shitty human being and I, she shouldn't get any more money. Stop giving her more money! Well, I don't mean to devastate <laughs> you with this last one. Both of us, I will Uh-oh. fucking rip you to shreds, both of you. Okay, the two of you both. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. This A-list, mostly television actor who stars in a hit Almost Network show comes from a family of actors and has been acting since he was a child. Every day, he would hit on this barista and they finally went out and they had sex. He then ignored her when he would go get coffee and then told the manager he was uncomfortable seeing her there every day and tried to get her fired or transferred. Oh, no. He's a part of a show that you two really like. Oh, no. 
I would say that <laughs> yeah. tracks like yeah. a fucking train, bro. <laughs> it tracks everything. It's just like, apparently he's just not. That's why I also do like, though, because I follow them all on Instagram. I like that everyone's like gotten behind Lily Reinhardt of like, you're not gonna keep hurting our girl anymore. <laughs> he's just like sucks it. at being he like sucks at being single I guess yeah, probably. Yeah I think he just is kind of a user and thinks that he walks on fucking water How could you not be if you're sucks. a child star? I mean not that all, every child star is an asshole but if you grow up that way this is like I feel empathy for them because they have never had any other perspective. It warps your perspective you know yeah, yeah and it's it's and like especially if everyone around you you're covered in swaths of yesmans yeah. and of course you're gonna think you're hot shit the fact that he had the fucking shitty balls makes you think of like the truck balls to go in and try and get her transferred no 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 no. if you're right. gonna be like this Deal with this it. is the thing as a former barista who had stopped multiple people that were people that came into the store um you just get past it and go ha remember that and you keep <laughs> just being normal people right and um that's it and then to do that like grow the fuck up you are way too old to be fucking acting like that honestly i would expect it more if he was 18 or 19 but he's in his late 20s and he's banged around the block and if you're going to do that, you better be cool with having to see the people you're stuck. Yes. Yep. Jackie, you know all about I that. I do. <laughs> I'm always groovy, though. I'm groovy. You're right that it is a lesson you need to have learned by your late 20s. Like, I think we can yes. forgive ourselves for the... I will maybe I'm just talking to myself here. I can forgive myself for the bad way I treated people who I didn't know how to interact with after stripping in my early 20s. By your late 20s, yes. you're like, I'm an adult. I need to face this I need to like be fine we can t have a conversation if we need to but like I need to grow up here and I understand yeah. like if you've started later like I started probably way too early um so I imagine if you start later then maybe that could be bumped back but I think that if you've been shtupping for 10 years figure it the fuck out yeah, yeah. for sure Ugh, Cole's brows Cole Ooh. and I'll tell you what I will say though, your answers to my riddles three has given me the ability to see. Oh, wow, that was really good. good you job. are singer songwriter. Holding <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, singer. Actually, I've changed my name. Singer songwriter Farts McGintle. Oh, Farts McGintle strums on the no. keys. Farts <laughs> McGintle's gonna come after yees. Yeah. He's my Farts McGintle. Yeah. He's Ooh. a killer and singer a singer songwriter. Oh, Farts McGintle. Singer songwriter killer. <laughs> yeah. He's also a killer. And Dude, uh, be yes. careful of him. I would be. Singer songwriter first, Season killer love. second. Love. <laughs> love. Oh, so soon. You're gonna love. hear us scream about rent for so long it's yeah I mean, oh, by the way just wanted to throw it out there if if you ha now your interest has been piqued by us screaming about rent uh, which we'll do way more on pop history uh this week which will come out in a couple weeks or whatever uh the whole 2008 final performance of rent is completely all on youtube and so it's like free as shit and it's all right there and it's really good so skip that bad film y'all and watch that uh, actual Broadway production. It is the final production of the Broadway run. 
and it's something special. I've been enjoying it. I we watched the first half last night. We're gonna watch the second half tonight because uh, my heart couldn't take all that <laughs> uh, AIDS, you know, and all that it's business. A lot. So, ah, uh, no day but today. Thank you yeah. guys so much for joining us this week on Page Seven. And if you are listening to this on Thursday, March thirteenth. Get your buns over to the Last Podcast Network Twitch today at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And that is also 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we are going to be watching Eclipse together. Forcing Holden to watch Eclipse? Yes. Am I going to scream about the werewolf and how far he doth fall from my heart? Yes. (laughs) And you should join us because I'm very upset already. And you can also like follow my pictures if you want on Instagram at Jack That Worm. Uh, check me out every Friday with Jackie. Twitch.tv forward slash Holdenators Ho. Yo, we're going to go down with the Arianators. You can't, I couldn't even say it. You brought I, it I up again. Up I didn't bring it. it up. You brought it up. I couldn't even say it, Jackie. Yeah, maybe we won't. Maybe we won't do Japanese anymore. No. I don't even know anymore because someone's secretly trying to put their evil in me. But either way, thank you so much for having me. <laughs> And MJ. My name is MJ, and I'm MJKLCat on Instagram. Woo, 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 woo. Have a great week, guys. Bye, Bye, everybody. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors, you can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit caron.org slash lost. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.